It's Tuesday, September 29, 2009. The long road to Copenhagen. An end to government support for fossil fuels. Plus, your national parks. The first time I arrived in Yellowstone, I got off the bus right outside the north entrance where there's that, that wonderful stone arch that says, for the benefit and enjoyment of the people. It doesn't say for the benefit and enjoyment of some of the people or a few of the people. It says all of the people. And for me, that meant democracy. And for me, that meant I was welcome. America's best idea indeed. Prepare for six minutes of green news. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. Okay, last week was a huge week in international uh, climate negotiations. What are we looking at this week, Desi? Well, we saw the highest level meetings yet to negotiate that international climate treaty, the climate summit at the United Nations General Assembly, and then the G20 summit in Pittsburgh. The meetings were long on speeches, but short on hard targets and concrete commitments. The negotiations have now moved to Bangkok today and over the next two weeks. The last major negotiations before the final meeting two months from now in Copenhagen in December. Analysts overall say prospects seem to be dimming that a final agreement will be signed in Copenhagen, but they are confident a legal framework will likely emerge with details to be filled in later. No one ever said this is going to be easy. I'm encouraged, at least, by the fact that we are now talking about this, that we are engaged, we are part of this discussion finally, after so many years. Yes, they're now getting down to the nitty-gritty of the details, the legal framework, how these things will be enforced, what kind of financing developing countries can expect, what kind of assistance in technology and money. It's deep stuff. Yes, and hooray, the U.S. is taking part in it. We've got a literate president who's able to speak about these issues and takes them seriously, unlike this uh, Senator Inhofe, which I, I suspect we're going to hear from in a second. One victory at the talks for the Obama administration was an agreement among all nations to phase out fossil fuel subsidies for the first time ever. But leaders stopped short of setting a hard deadline there as well. A new study from the Environmental Law Institute calculates that the U.S. government alone subsidizes fossil fuels to the tune of $72 billion a year, mostly in incentives and tax breaks. That's two and a half times more than renewable energy gets and doesn't include the cost for military protection of oil supply lines. And not only are we subsidizing these oil companies, these energy companies, but they are having, once again, record profits. They have been now for several years, and yet they are living off the government largesse. They are sucking off the government teat. They are, in fact, socialists, and that needs to uh, that needs to change, at least in the case of the uh, corporations getting all this free money from the government. President Obama faces an equally tough battle at home on climate legislation. Senator Barbara Boxer, Democrat of California, is set to introduce the Senate version of the American Clean Energy and Security Act on Wednesday this week. That will now move to several Several committees to be watered down or, uh, mm, excuse me, negotiated further. The debate over health care reform will likely push any final climate bill into next year, meaning the U.S. will not have concrete legislation to use as a bargaining chip to push other nations at the talks in Copenhagen. It promises to be a long slog in the Senate when the Republicans deny global warming is even happening. Here's Oklahoma Senator James Inhofe. God's still up there. We're going through these cycles. We've uh, we've had uh, warm spells, cold spells, and I really believe that a lot of people are in denial who, who want to hang their hat on the fact they, that they believe is a fact that man-made gases, anthropogenic gases, are causing global warming. The science really isn't there. No, Senator. 
the science is not still out on that matter. I, I think the science is still out on uh, the matter of whether you are a sentient human being, sir. <laughs> that was uh, Inhofe on C-SPAN last week. Speaking of denial, and now he's saying, folks like you, you're Desi, you're in denial. You're looking at the science, and yet somehow you're the one who's in denial it's insane. It's the world upside down, according to uh, James Inhofe. Well, especially since new research suggests that even the best intentions to reduce emissions so far may not be enough. The United Nations Environmental Program came out with a new study that examined all the current proposals from each country to cut their own emissions and found that the world is still headed for a global average temperature increase of about 6 degrees Fahrenheit by the end of the century. That's a much faster and broader change than had been predicted just two years ago, and nearly double what scientists and world leaders have targeted as the upper limit of what we can afford to avoid catastrophic climate change. Other than that, the science is still out for Crazy Loan, Senator Inhofe. And just a quick programming note, everyone should check out Ken Burns' National Parks, America's Best Idea on PBS this week. They focus on the people, the individuals who made the difference in creating our national parks. The series is every night this week through Friday. Check it out. Yeah, and I've seen the first four hours of this thing. It, it's tremendous. Indeed, our national parks were our uh, greatest idea in this country. And I should remind folks that it was brought on in large part by Teddy Roosevelt, a Republican who, uh, when dedicating the arch at Yellowstone Park, said that the park is something absolutely unique in the world. This park was created and is now administered for the benefit and enjoyment of the people. It is the property of Uncle Sam and therefore of us all. What a socialist, that Teddy Roosevelt. For much more on that and all the stories today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this, for the benefit and enjoyment of all the people, has been your Green News Report.